You are listening to episode number nine, Good Enough. If you are a woman, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, love all things business, and want to be an awesome mom, this is the show. Hi, I'm your host, Allie Brooks, and along with my best friend, Jenny Thompson, we talk about all this and more. Get ready to be inspired and maybe have a little fun. Welcome back. It's us, Allie and Jenny. We're excited. It's Mind Your Own Business Mom today. Yeah. We're ready to go. Sure are. What are we talking about today, Jenny? We are wondering if we're good enough. Let's explore that. Let's do. Yeah. What if I'm not good enough? Oh, silly. I think first we need to realize Mm -hmm. that everyone struggles with this. Yeah. And you say like, oh, silly, but you've thought it. You felt it. Oh, I have. Every day. And you know what? We look around and see people who are doing so well in life and we're like, they never think that. Yeah. But they do. Does Joanna Gaines think that? I bet she does. Do you think? I think she has moments. She's always adorable. I know. And she just rocks at everything. Like her jeans and her boots. And then she always... Like who can wear like a plaid shirt every time I oh, know you are you're rocking the plaid <laughs> just shirt. at the moment but yeah you every like Joanna today oh, stop <laughs> no she's so adorable and she does such amazing things like how can she suck at anything yeah she doesn't but maybe she has those let's just say for the purpose of this she has those moments, moments of self-doubt I think everybody does yeah everybody does um I know that this is something that I've struggled with and I don't know for the most part I feel like I'm pretty confident Mm -hmm. but there are things that creep in and I think everybody has you know something well I bet that people look at you honestly and say oh she's so confident like she met she probably never doubts herself yeah. I was surprised one time when we went on a little road trip to hear about a doubt that you had. That blew my mind. I think, yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you. This is a very vulnerable yeah. moment. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell all the ladies. I'm sure I've told you this before because <laughs> it's not something I'm like super shy about. But right. I was married before. Yeah. And I was married for a short time. I met a guy at BYU and we got married and la 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 was supposed to be amazing, except that it wasn't. (laughs) And we were married for a year and we had an annulment and I was lucky enough to really soon after this meet my husband who's awesome and the best and I love him like crazy. And this was a not very pleasant experience, but it actually was a really good experience because I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, One of the things that really brings up a feeling of insecurity, something that haunts me, is that he was very mean to me and he actually was... Emotionally abusive. Yeah. Yeah. He was. You can call it. Yep. And it's hard to really say like, cause I don't know if you've ever been in an emotionally abusive relationship, 
it's like, how did that happen? Looking back, I go, how did that happen? How did I believe him? And I know that on some level I believed him and on some level I didn't, mm-hmm. which is kind of, you know, what made it so that we're not married anymore. Yeah. I realized that he was wrong and that he wasn't doing what he should have done and didn't treat me the way that he should have treated me. It's hard at that age. It was if hard. I was 21. Yeah, if you're in a bad situation, uh, you can easily... It can easily fall into believing stuff. Yeah. And it's really hard. It is. And that's what happened to me. And just last night, as we were falling asleep, my husband is so cute. And all the time, he's like half asleep and he just like mumbles. He's just like, oh, I think you're the best and you're the most amazing. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that I have you. And I just am in awe of you every day. And you're so amazing. And oh, every, you know, just goes on and on about me. Yeah. It's he's so cute. And in the back of my mind, I think of a conversation I had with my ex where it was at the point where I said, I'm leaving this marriage. And he came to ask me not to leave the marriage. Mm -hmm. And I said, we were talking about, you know, his reasons and my reasons. And I said, I want somebody who thinks that I'm amazing. And he said to me, you have to be amazing for somebody to think Ooh, you're amazing. Nail in the coffin. <laughs> right? Done. I was like, wow, you're doing a really good job <laughs> at reconciling this. Uh, but that's just, that's how he felt. That's how, that's how he was. And I know because he also admitted that whatever he put me down for were things that he felt insecure about and himself. And that's always the case. Yeah, people are always Insecurities project onto whoever you love the most if you're dumb. And we all are. Like, if you're mean. And we all, we Um, all can be, but sometimes it's like a serious issue. Yeah. In your case and in mine, I was in the same boat, married before there was emotional abuse, more alcoholic abuse also, alcohol abuse, but it was, it was the same. Like, I just was like, "Mm -mm. yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Nope. And even last night, you know, it's been what, almost 20 years, I guess I've been married to Tyson for 17 years and still last night as he was mumbling these things mm-hmm. telling me how amazing I am you still thought of the that. voice of my ex was still in my head saying you have to be amazing for somebody to think you're amazing all the therapists that are listening right now are like oh my goodness give me a call <laughs> <laughs> well and I know that's got to stop. I, I hear it, yeah, yeah, but I also go, yeah. He's that's not right. That's not true. Right. I know it's not true. I know he's not right. Um, and you know, part of part of why I do what I do, if I'm going to be totally honest, is to prove him wrong. Huh. Yeah. So in some ways, it's been a blessing. Yeah. You're like, I'm not going to let that happen. No, we are certainly not going to see that. Sorry, did I you want to? <laughs> did you want to play your voicemail right now? Just kidding. I'm like, by the way, I have a voicemail from him from 20 years ago. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. Um, wh- what a lot of this is is like the fear coming mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? These emotions, and I wanted to share. And they're not real. They're not real. Like that is not. That that's not real. And I can look at I can look at what he said to me. I will always remember that. 
for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will always... But using it to make you better yeah. is awesome. And deciding if I believe it yeah. is what's important. Uh-huh. So I choose to not believe what he said, and I choose to believe what my husband says. Uh-huh. I choose to believe the words that he says like, you are so amazing, I'm in awe of you every day, and you are so impressive, and that you're so smart, and you're so... Which is basically the opposite of what my ex would say all the time. Right. He would always tell me he wasn't. I wasn't smart. He would tell me I'm not capable of things, and that I would never do anything important, or and that I just kind of was lazy, or I, you, just everything you can anything. think of. Everything negative. And it was all the things that he was afraid he was. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not to like psychoanalyze him. Right. Because we're that's over what it. it. Is. Yeah. But those things still affect us. The words that things have said. If our a mom said something to us mm-hmm. about, you know, maybe we're not that pretty or maybe we're not that smart or maybe we're not that good at that. Like yeah. that's going to affect you. You have to decide if, if you're going to believe it. Not, yeah. And we have this fear of that being true. Mm-hmm. So I actually have this fear, self-doubt creep up pretty often. I think as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how often everybody else has it, but it creeps in pretty often. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I love to do, and you are actually the one who got me into this. Love meditating. Is the meditating with like the guided meditation. Yeah. Just off of my phone. That's so great. So I just founded this track. Deepak Chopra's The Soul of Healing Affirmations. And this is the one I listened to. I just want to play a little bit of it so you guys can get a taste. And you can find this on iTunes. iTunes. Um, I have Apple Music. Mm -hmm. F stands for going beyond the limitations of fear. And I just like listen to this in the morning. Today, I will let go of all fear. I will realize that fear comes from my self-image and not myself. My ego is an image that I have created. By letting go of my ego, I will embrace the truth inside me, which is fearless. That's my favorite part. Simple right there. I will embrace the truth inside me, which is fearless. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, yeah. Fearless, and that just really—we well, all are as children. I mean, think about that. I, aren't yeah. we? I, mean, I think you have to kids, learn. We're like the self-doubt. <clears throat> yeah, you learn through that experiences through sure. people pushing you down. Yeah. Is what I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, if somebody's gonna put somebody else down, it's because they don't feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I know it. If I do, if I put somebody down, it's because I feel insecure in the way that they're succeeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but I, you don't do that. In my mind, sometimes I do. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Not in, I don't try to like verbalize it. But it creeps up sometimes. But yeah, it, I think it creeps up for everybody and you push it aside, but then you have to realize, okay, why did I think that about her? Yeah. Oh, it's because I'm feeling like maybe I'm not the best mom right now, or Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like maybe I'm not taking as good a care of myself as I should. Maybe I'm feeling like... I should have written a book and I didn't. And she look how good she is. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yep. So how do we fight the self-doubt, Jenny? Well, we listen to that podcast. I mean, that meditation. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we really have to go internally and say, what 
what is it about me that's making me feel that way? Yeah. Why have I chosen to accept that? And then you got to reverse engineer it or see the end in sight or keep the end in mind and decide really, is it true? And is it hurting me? Yeah. We know that's not what Christ is, Christ wants us to be doing. Yeah. It, that is not a Christ like thing. Yeah. I think that God thinks all of us are amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously he made us. It's so sad. We all have the potential to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't believe that God thinks we're all amazing, you can at least believe that we all have the potential to be amazing. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about your own children. If you have children or your nieces and nephews in the same boat, my goodness, you look at these perfect humans in whatever form they come and you know, they have greatness. Yeah. Uh, we, we yeah. have a hard time seeing that within ourselves, but it was like you saying, when you really try to pinpoint things, just that realization makes them, I don't know. It's almost like there's a seed under the ground, but there's too much soil on top of it. So if you just like brush a little bit of a way, then that flower can pop through right. and it'll just be like, boom, like in the spring, how the bulbs just appear one day, mm -hmm. you know? If we just brush that self-doubt away a little bit, then everything can, can bloom out. through. See the sunshine. And even if we think like, even if we think, yeah, but I'm really not that good. Like brush that away. Choose not to believe that. It's not going to make it more true or less true. Like it's not going to change anything. It's just going to change how you feel. Right. By choosing different, a different way to think about it. I mean, that's huge right there. It's not going to change anything. You're not going to be worse for it. You're not risking anything to just yeah. change your mindset. Yeah. It's the hugest thing in the world, changing your mind. A couple other things like beyond changing your mind, like actual physical things that you can do to fight the self-doubt is to do things to impress yourself. Yeah. Like... I remember when you ran your first 5K. Remember how impressed you <laughs> And my were? last one. But yes, I was. I was amazed you with were like, that I did hey. it. And it wasn't easy. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I have all my cute friends around me. You and your husband and my husband and my family rallied around me, supporting me. But um, it, it, and it's not my favorite thing to do, but I wanted to do it. Yeah. And did that build your confidence? Totally. Absolutely. Those things that we do are like hard, something that we have to work towards. Yes. I put on the triathlon and I love it because it's a women's only non-competitive event that a lot of women who have never done anything similar to a triathlon will come out and do right. in a very supportive environment. And I love it because... They have to put in time. They have to put in effort. Like it takes them months to prepare for it. Yeah. They get super into it. It's so cute. And <laughs> they want to learn all these things. And then when they cross the finish line, they're so stoked. They're so proud of themselves. Yeah. They've gained so much confidence from that. It's a big deal. It is a big deal because just from these little things. Yeah. It's so inspiring to see that. Yeah. If you ever wonder if you can really do something, just come and watch the finish line. Yeah. Listen so to the stories of people crossing the line 
and see them come through and what they accomplish. You it's love it. empowering. You come every year and make cotton candy for the kids, <laughs> which is amazing because making cotton candy is a terrible job. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's a best friend when I can call her up and be like, will you make hundreds of cotton candies today? <laughs> and it used to be just and a long time it. ago. It was like one or two days in advance. Now yeah. I'm just like, I just plan on it. Yeah. You're like, when is it this year? And you just come and make like a thousand cotton candies that morning. So fun. I'm like, show up at 6 a.m. and make a thousand cotton candies. <laughs> That's all I need from you. That's okay. You do great <laughs> stuff for me. And okay. So other things you can do is like making something. Yeah. I remember when we were teenagers and we did, um, oh my gosh, what is it? The young women's in Young Women's, you get the award. You get the medallion. Oh, yeah. Young Women's in Action? No. Is that it? I can't remember it. Young Women in... Uh, excellence. Young Women in excellence. excellence. Okay. Yes. And we had to make things a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I made a quilt. And the reason I didn't understand that... Then. Then, right. I was like, oh, what is the point of this? <laughs> um, but the reason was to partially to build our confidence Mm -hmm. and to help us do these things so that we could feel like we were capable of doing things. Yeah. So it's like, look for opportunities. There's a lot of things. There's tons of education available online. More than ever. So many opportunities. We're so blessed, honestly, because you can get your college degree and hang out with your kids and just take it online and do it while they take naps and do it while they're in bed. And yeah, it's going to be hard but no other generation of women before us has had this opportunity. Right there. That is a big deal. Huge deal. So we got to yeah. take I mean, guys, of that. we are members of the church, mm-hmm. and which means right there we have a million resources. Yeah. Really, at our fingertips. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. There are so many resources. And then on top of that, we have internet, which just has changed our lives so it much. It really has. It's amazing. I've talked about it before, how internet, I feel like the internet has been like the biggest blessing for women in the, in our yeah. like era Generation, because yeah. we now have the option to do anything, anything mm-hmm. and still have our kids, you know, which is top priority for me and for you and yeah. for a lot of other women, but we want to do other stuff too. Yep. Okay, so the difference between passive and massive action in this, like, developing our confidence. So what are some examples of passive action? Listening to us. Right now. (laughs) You are passively taking action. Congratulations. Uh, Listening to podcasts, reading, thinking. Planning? No planning? Planning? Yeah, no planning is passive. Yeah. Um, massive is actually practicing your skill, actually making something, actually training for the race, doing the race, right? right? So the difference would be if I sat down and took some passive action for say, I wanted to train for a race, I would write out my plan or I would watch YouTube videos about how to train. I would learn the stuff Mm -hmm. to actually take the action. I'd go out and ride my bike or um, run sprints so I could get faster in my running. And then, you know, actually doing the race is also massive action. Both are important yep. in gaining confidence and developing our skills. Pro- pass- massive action is actually more important. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, feel like they're taking action. When they're planning. When they're planning. Yeah. And it 
just, you know, it doesn't count as much. I love that. Actually getting out and doing it. Cause we can plan all day. Like ideas yeah. are a dime a dozen, sweetheart. <laughs> Get out there and do something. Even if you think you're going to look like a fool. Yeah. It's you got to start somewhere. <laughs> it reminds me of this. So I teach a fitness class once a week. It's fun. But when I, um, and I've done it for years and it's just like really entertaining and I love the girls and men who come to my class. Yeah. And one of the things I tell them is like the dorkier you look when you're working out, cause I'll be like, swing your arms, you know, when we're trying to warm up and people don't want to do it cause they feel self-conscious that their arms are swinging and that looks stupid. But it's like, I say the dorkier you look at the gym, the better you look at the beach. Yes. You know, so be willing to put yourself out and look, look dumb. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Who cares? When I, remember when I posted this podcast, remember when I called you and I was like, cried. I, I cried. You literally cried. I literally cried. The first cried. one you posted. Yeah. And then cried. Yeah. No, I know. Cause I Cause was, you might look really dumb. I look so dumb. <laughs> And I'm with you, so I like them too, I guess. <laughs> but you have to be, if you want to do something. Be vulnerable. You have to be willing to. to put yourself out there. Yeah. Because yeah. nothing, I could sit here, I could record all these episodes and never put them out and write some blog posts and keep them in draft the whole time. But it's not until I take the massive action of actually publishing it and actually telling people about it. Do you it. know what helps? A ton when you're vulnerable is humor. That's true. You just have to have humor. And you that. have to invite others to be able to have the humor with you. Hey, it's okay if you laugh at me right now because I'm dying inside. <laughs> so please laugh so that I can get through this better. That is something that you yeah. are especially. <laughs> I'm a master at. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's like so there's no sometimes. other way. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? Do people hate me for it? No. Do people like look at me and are they, well, yeah, they're embarrassed of me, but <laughs> do people like, do they love me more for it? I guess I do. I don't, I can't read anybody else's mind, but I definitely We're going to have do. to do a poll. Anybody who knows Jenny really well, do they love her more or? <laughs> yeah. So how do we get rid of that feeling of like, uh, struggle? Sense of humor. Well, that's a really good, that's a, that's good a really good outlet. Um, I'm going to suggest yeah. that we replace that feeling with a different feeling. And we do that by replacing our thoughts about ourselves, replacing the stories that we tell about ourselves with different stories, mm -hmm. different thoughts. Mm-hmm. And is so, just so say an example, just deciding to think of yourself differently. Okay. So example of, well, I'll take one of the examples that we've thought that we've talked about. So when I was so afraid, just felt so overwhelmed and afraid it wouldn't be good enough when I published this podcast mm -hmm. and I cried and I called you and I was like, I submitted the podcast and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and Instead of, I had to sit down and think about it. And instead of all the fear thoughts that were coming into my mind, mm -hmm. I decided to replace those thoughts with, it's going to be okay. 
what's the worst that could happen? Yes. What's the best that could happen? Best case, I like to think best case scenario, mm-hmm. right? So I think the best thing that could happen is that there are women out there who actually need this content, who actually need to hear what Jenny and I are saying mm-hmm. and can relate to how we're feeling and that we can help empower them and make them feel better and that is worth sacrificing some of my pride and <laughs> that's worth looking a little bit dumb and right. being vulnerable is if it will help somebody else yeah so i changed my thought from i'm kind of in like i don't i don't want to say embarrassed but i'm feeling very vulnerable i'm very feeling very put out there and Kind of just like standing there naked in front of all the people. Like the risks of people going, ew, like that's the dumbest. I can't believe you tried to do that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But you know, all that was a thought. And so I love that. You replaced it with, okay, why am I doing this? And I know that's what I had to keep saying to you. Allie, what is your intention here? And did Mm -hmm. you take steps to make that intention happen? Yes. Okay let it go. Yeah. And I decided to change those thoughts. Same thing with the experience I was telling you about, you know, with my ex-husband and my husband's, you know, my husband says I'm amazing every day and he loves everything about me and he's so impressed and I'm the most amazing person he's ever met as opposed to, you know, the opposite of that. Right. And I have to change my thought from was he right? Yeah. Entertaining any of it. Entertaining any of it to... To fully well, buy into... What? Yeah. Yeah. To obviously, no. Like, no. That was just wrong. That's ridiculous. Right. Are you kidding me? Right, right, That's right. ridiculous. Yeah. So, that's how I change the thoughts. But for some people, that might be, like, too much. So, they might not be able to believe... I'm... I think I, I don't have a hard time going a lot of times, sometimes, but I don't have a hard time going from one thought to another and in extremes. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm able to do, but a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. And so what, if you can't do that, then you can use bridge thoughts. So instead of going, well, he thinks I'm the dumbest ever. But I'm obviously the greatest ever, so you know what I mean? If you can't make that leap, which is a hard leap to make... Build a bridge. Build a bridge, because those are far apart. So it might go from like, oh my gosh, am I the dumbest ever, to it's possible I'm not the dumbest ever. Like, consider the alternative. Yeah. Like, if you can consider, is it really possible that he is inaccurate here? Yeah. Uh, that's like the first step yeah and then you go from there and you you build that bridge across to i'm freaking awesome right (laughs) you know because we all are because we all are and i think you know that people i think you know that everybody has something that they're awesome at you can think that about other people i i don't think anybody is going nope some people are just innately god-givenly lame Right, just stupid, lame but they, people. But we can think that about ourselves. All day. 
But, but we, don't do it. That's why you're think, listening right now because you yeah. are wanting to not do that. So treat yourself at least as well as you would treat like a stranger. Right. You're not always thinking, well, I don't know. Maybe you're like really negative. Stop that if you are. Stop that. <laughs> but we don't, for the most part, have those thoughts towards others. So we should not be allowed, we should not allow ourselves because we are the boss of us. Would you let your child we are do in charge. that? you know you you would correct that behavior and be like you know what that's not nice Mm -hmm. and we have to be nice to ourselves Mm -hmm. build those bridge thoughts that go across from what if I'm not good enough to I am obviously good enough yeah if you're not ready to go to I am incredibly awesome bridge thought bridge and you know what else really helps is just if even if you don't believe it saying it saying I am incredibly yeah. awesome. Even if you think that is the biggest load of baloney you've ever heard in your entire life. Right. Just saying it out loud. We talked about this in like our goal episode about how saying your goals out loud helps you achieve it. Yeah. It gets you in the right direction. Exactly. So just saying it's like that Saturday night live where you'd be like, <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart. smart Dude, enough. Yeah. And gosh darn it, people like me. Deep Thoughts by Jack Hanley. No, that was different. Oh, who these was are, that? These are... Oh, that was guys... No, that was Smiley. Something is, Smiley. Yeah, so, and he would look in the mirror and he'd be like, I'm good enough. I'm oh my enough. gosh, I love that. And gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs> Back when I watched Saturday Night Live. Oh, I still watch the clips. They are, <laughs> there are so many good clips. I could never watch a whole episode. Yeah. Ugh, but... You, you love to impersonate them. Oh, they're good. <laughs> They're so good. So guys, so many good tips. We really want, I mean, that's really the whole point of us sitting here doing this podcast is we really want you guys to all believe that you're good enough. We want you to be able to accomplish your goals. We want you to be able to work towards the things that you want to work towards. Like that's the whole point of this whole point. So Number one, realize everyone struggles with this. You're not alone, but it's not true. And that it's coming from fear and fear is not coming from you. And when you release that fear, you can be yourself, which is fearless. Yeah. Self-doubt can be fought off by believing that God thinks you're amazing. And by doing little things to impress yourself. And when you're working on building your confidence, both passive and massive actions are important in developing your confidence, both listening and reading and thinking and practicing and doing. They're both important, but if you are going to choose one, choose the massive action and actually get out and do things. Run that 5K, right, Jenny? Yeah. You know what? I... I want to just interject yeah, something really sure. quickly. I love the steps that you just went through. And I I would encourage people to do more than just spending a minute on these things in your day. I would encourage you now, especially with podcasts available, with books on audio available, absorb your life with this until you do believe it. I know yeah. last summer I spent a ton of time on in my Audible for the Big Leap. And... It, it it doesn't even allow negative thoughts to creep in when you're engaged in something that like that. So spend time 
in those quiet moments when you are folding laundry, when you are driving to and fro, just spend time listening to something positive. And if this is something that you struggle with, I'll do this. I'll listen to something I need to hear over and over Mm -hmm. and over. Yep. We will not be upset if you listen to this more than (laughs) once. There's no limit. No limit. To your listening numbers. Yeah. Get rid of that feeling by replacing it with a different feeling. You do this by changing your thoughts, by changing the story that you tell yourself. They're all just stories. Yeah. You can make up the one that you like the most. Yeah, you get to decide. You're the boss of you. Yeah, you are. You own your story. Mm -hmm. Nobody else gets to tell you what story. So analyze your story. Yeah. And figure it out. Figure out what story you've been telling and figure out what you want it to be instead. Right. And then if it's so hard for you to get from here to there, utilize the bridge thoughts and go like baby step by baby step. But also be willing to say that huge leap. Be willing to go from I'm not good enough to obviously I'm the awesomest person on earth. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just be willing. Just get that in your head and eventually... You can start to feel that. You can start to become that. But you can't if you don't let those thoughts happen. Yep. If you don't change those stories. If you Mm -hmm. don't invite that in. Yep. You're the boss of you. Make sure your mind is in the right place. Yes. Absolutely. Guys, we love you. We hope you have an amazing day. This is Allie. And this is Jenny. And we'll talk to you guys later. If you want to know more, go to Mind Your Own Business Mom and we'd like to see you oh yeah dot com i forgot that thanks and we'd love to see you on instagram at mind your own business mom have a good one bye